What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and I am your host for the Carmine Davis Show. How are you feeling? This was a tough week for me. I'm sorry I'm popping gum, which is a no-no in the podcast, and I guess. But again, this is my show, so. But this could be irritating, so I'm going to pop it out. But anyway, if you're listening, follow, subscribe, rate this show. I want to get some feedback. I want to know what you guys are thinking. Make sure that you subscribe so you can tune in every week. You won't miss an episode. Um, This show is due Thursdays on Spotify, but apparently it's Wednesday around 11.50. But I'm not boring you guys with the, the, the details, whatever. But anyway, like I said, this week has been a little bit crazy. Um... I am literally the last couple of hours, like three or four days, I'm being assaulted by, <laughs> verbally assaulted by white guys on Tinder and Jacked and Grinder because I won't send them nudes. What the fuck is going on with everybody <laughs> and this obsession with my nudes? I know it's like, is it like a rejection thing or is it because so many people are giving like willing to send nudes freely? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, I know y'all are probably thinking like last week, weren't you talking? I still am talking to someone. Okay. Things change. People's priorities dwindle, diminish. People last week who were top priority, you know, it's a rotation. And when you're in a rotation, you have to kind of keep people, I don't know, on, on the bench. You keep bringing people in. You still got to have some benched players. And these are white guys. Like, they were rude as fuck. I sh- I, and then, honestly, they were white. They were unattractive. It's a lot of that. And I never waste my time. But people always say I'm so mean. Oh, you know, this person tried to talk to you. Why did you ignore them? You know, you're looking for your one and only. You need to leave your options open. Listen, listen, Linda, no more. No more. No more uglies, no more frumpies, no more dumbasses, no more broke boys. Like, I'm not having it anymore. 2020 has been the year of the awakening. And those are the ones that treat you the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like you give a chance to these ugly, broke motherfuckers. And then, but anyway, this is not that kind of show. I'm sure y'all just came for the hot topics and this is what we're going to start with. Okay. Elijah McClain is family is suing the city of Aurora. So this is where we would uh, apply the applause sound if I had it queued up, but I don't. Um, and of course, this hot topic is coming from lovebscott.com. In the article, Elijah McClain family sues city of Aurora, 13 cops for wrongful death. The article is in the description box. Make sure you check it out. You can read it while you're talking to me. If you're driving, don't, but check on it later. Whatever. 
I feel like I have to throw that out there for liable. But the article states Elijah McClain's family is suing the city of Aurora, Colorado, and 13 police officers for wrong death. McClain's parents just filed the lawsuit in Colorado claiming the city, uh, the city, the cops, a paramedic, and a doctor should be held responsible for the August 24th 2019 fatal incident based on their needless use of excessive force and torture. According to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, the family says Elijah was listening to music on a short walk home from the corner store when Aurora police officers grabbed, tackled, and assaulted him. In the lawsuit, they claim officers continued to brutalize Elijah for nearly 18 minutes, approximately 15 minutes of which he was handcuffed. They also allege the force the officers used against Elijah included compressing his neck and the blood flow to his brain with, with two consecutive carotid holds, cranking his left shoulder with an arm bar, oh my God, hammer lock that caused it to repeatedly pop. Describing the arrest even further, the family claims Elijah vomited after they slammed him to the ground. According to the docs, another officer allegedly jammed his knee into Elijah's arm for minutes on end with the sole purpose of inflicting pain and eventually separating Elijah's biceps and tricep muscles. Mm. Okay, um... Then the paramedics arrived, but the family claims things only got worse. In the suit, they claim an EMT involuntarily injected him with a massive dose of ketamine, even though he was not experiencing any medical condition that could require ketamine, a powerful sedative. Ooh. Minutes after they injected him with the sedative, Elijah stopped breathing, had no pulse, and never regained consciousness before dying a few days later. As reported, Aurora PD officers stopped Elijah while responding to a call about a suspicious person walking the streets wearing a ski mask and waving his arms. His family had previously said he commonly wore the mask to keep warm. <sighs> Body camera footage of the incident shows Elijah telling the cops, Let go of me. I am an introvert. I saw, mm. please respect the boundaries that I'm speaking. His final words document at the beginning of the lawsuit from start to finish popped up on social media posts demanding justice. Government, Governor Jared Police Polis had said back in June the case would be reopened with a special prosecutor appointed on, to the case. Three cops were fired last month and one other resigned after a photo surfaced mocking Elijah's death. Three of the four cops are named in the lawsuit. We hope Elijah's family comes out victorious. This Elijah one, all of them, of course, were grisly, but this one, mm, this one stuck out to me the most because Elijah, if you haven't seen photos of him, um, Elijah is seemingly the essence of non-threatening. Um, 
beautiful young black boy. Like he said, he was an introvert. Walking home, minding his business with his headphones on, like I do often. And I'm I'm glad they are litigious enough to take matters in their own hand, and they will win. They will win. I think it's 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 insane that as black people we have to go so far and so long and. So like fight so much for people to just even look up from their desks and look at us. I've been thinking about that all week. About how it just, it, just being constantly and consecutively mistreated or when you speak out about when you speak out about how you feel about things you're shut down immediately like people's first reaction is to diminish your feelings about whatever it doesn't matter who you are like it doesn't matter People's first reaction is to not believe you, to question you, to be suspicious of you. You can't be walking home minding your business. Their first, their first reaction to you is to be suspicious of you. Everything you say, everything you claim. That's why last week the, the Jesse Smollett thing bothers me so much. Because you're already not Elijah, but Jesse, like you are already black, gay, and a male. Like these are three things that average Americans don't take seriously unless we're doing your hair or so many of my friends have been gay bashed and there's so many hate crimes going on around the world and people just do it and get away with it. And these officers are just getting transported out to other jobs to like other states to the point where you know it doesn't matter <laughs> they get to live another day um Elijah's family doesn't Elijah does not this is something that will tear their family apart no matter if they were awarded a billion dollars that poor boy was attacked like all because you said somebody was suspicious in a ski mask. That means that you attack and pull somebody apart. I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand how that makes sense. People always say, um, you know, you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be that. Or um, maybe you should have not been walking in an area or get the fuck out of here. Nobody tells that to anybody but a marginalized group. Women shouldn't be walking alone. Why? Black people shouldn't be walking from work. 
Why? Who was responsible for his safety? The police were. If he was the person in that, the suspect, Elijah McClain, if you don't Google him, he was a buck 20, buck 40, buck 50. What's with the force? What's with what, what is that? What are you trying to say? I don't see how people can not see how the police need to be defunded. Y'all got too much power. Y'all got too much it's too much going on over there for you to feel like you can attack and beat someone who was handcuffed to the point where they were vomiting. This poor boy. I hope they, they get every nickel. But I know that it, it won't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. It's like I just can't wrap my mind around the violence. What is it in you? Who wants those kind of people protecting us? People who are for pro-blue. You know, I think that that... I, I get it, but I don't get it. Who would want someone to pulverize some young black man walking home from work who is an introvert? A shy little black boy. Who was so tiny he had to put on a, a mask, a ski mask, to walk home in the cold. And let's say like he was doing something he had he had no business doing. Your little your little motherfuckers can go in any neighborhood and cause mischief and chaos and they get brought back home. You know? Um, Mr. and Miss Sue and Bobby, we've got your boy here at the police station. He was raping some young lady. Um, you better come get him. You know, <laughs> but you think this young, they didn't even describe him physically. They were saying there was just some suspicious boy in a mask. There was Really, he was just around the area and it took a fleet of cops to take this one boy down. Do you know what I'm saying? Make it make sense. Tweet me. At Carmine Davis or um, on Instagram, the Carmine Davis show. Or at Carmine Davis on Instagram. DM me, email me at the Carmine Davis show at gmail.com or show at CarmineDavis.com. More and more people are tweeting with me and be more interactive from the show. Make it make sense. If you are pro-blue in this situation, I'm a pretty fair person. If you can make it make sense to me, make it make sense to me. Make it make sense to me. Until then, defund this motherfuckers and then I hope the McLean family somehow find peace. And it could start with a lump sum. So. Anyway, let's try to chug it along. All right.
listen, we're going to do something different. We're going to talk about Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion, but we're not going to talk about it the way that y'all want it to be talked about. We're going to, as you saw here, I like to keep it funky. I like to keep it a buck. I like to keep it a thousand. I like to keep it a trillion, a billion, a gajillion in this show. In the artist spotlight, it is wop, 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 wet ass pussy. Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion and every woman in that video are the, in the artist spotlight. And I, I try to stray away from what everyone else is talking about. But if I do talk about it, I like to point out things that people are not talking about enough. All right, let's go through this. Okay. For some odd reason, let's just say that you have no idea. You have no idea what happened in the last couple of days. Bacardi and Megan Thee Stallion um, released the video for their day, their duet, WAP, Wet Ass Pussy. They released the video, released the song at the same time. That was the rollout. Um, the video features them in a house of um, other women, beautiful women, like a very, like a madam house. And these women are going through, it's like a, a factory where they're making more wet ass pussies, I assume. Um, a cheetah, zebra room or leopard room. And then you go through all these rooms and Kylie Jenner is walking down into the lion's room, which I, I love that room because she's a Leo. And you have Normani in one room dancing, doing what Normani does. Mulatto, um, Su Suzuki, I think is how you pronounce her name. I love her though. I love her. Don't get, I don't know how to pronounce her name though. Um, the uh, dick in your throat. Put, your, put the dick in your throat. If you don't know who she is, look her up. Then you had, um, what's her name? Rosie? Okay, this is the real list. Okay, so it included Jenner, Normani, Mulatto, my girl Mulatto, uh, Rosalia, who I had no idea. I don't know who she is, and I consider myself pretty um, hip, but I have no idea who she is. And Ruby Rose and Sukiana. Sukana? Sukiana? I know her, though. One of the baddest pussies on the net. I know that. But the minute... I was literally on Twitter the minute this video dropped and I, the tweets rolled in, rolled in, rolled in, rolled in, rolled in. And from where I'm sitting, it was positive, except for the, the barbs, which I don't understand how uh, Cardi is not stutting that girl and Nikki is not stutting her either. I... There might be animosity, but that has nothing to do with people on the internet. Like, I get that they don't like each other. It's funny, you know what I mean? Like, to a certain degree, but people are really up in arms, like, pissed that Cardi is still breathing. Stop comparing them, one. And then there are people who are pissed because the stallion, the Megan the Stallion, is once was featured with Nikki and now she's with Cardi. That girl has told you from time to time again, she probably is like the realest rapper in the game, the stallion. I think I'm just going to draw, I'm, from here on out, I'm only referring to her as the stallion. 
because she doesn't need a name, a first name anymore. She's just a stallion. But anywho, she's not beefing. She's not in the beef. She's cool with everybody. That's the best way. Um, people are upset because Kylie Jenner is in a video because they feel like one during the shootout between Tory Lanez and Meg, it's not funny. And I want people to stop laughing at Megan Thee Stallion and her shooting incident. But <laughs> as I laugh, but I want people to stop making fun of that. But anyway, so they're saying that Chris, I mean, Kylie is somehow involved. I'm sure Chris did some kind of pussy stunt to get her out of the situation. And they don't like the fact that she was in the music video. If Megan felt some type of way about it, she wouldn't be in the video. One. Um, they feel some type of way because Normani was in the dancing and not singing. And of course, Nikki and Normani were really cool. Listen, okay, I'm going to start it right there. Oh, and they also have an issue because they felt like that could have been another, in Kylie's place, there should have been another influential black or a woman of color. Oh, all right. One thing I do appreciate about what's going on in female rap, which is something that I, is so weird, like I think it's not something that should be discussed or something that should be met with such controversy as it is, um, they're finally getting it. Um, they have to move like these boys. Literally a couple of months ago, Future and Drake dropped a video with so many cameos. There was no, no discussion about it. No discussion about who should have been there, who shouldn't have been there. They constantly, the rappers, the boys constantly get together in such weird formations, weird um, rotations, weird transformations. Like they can do whatever they want and all they get is a bunch of gifts, memes, um, Twitter, uh, uh, video remakes, like they get lauded. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wants to know why 21 Savage was in the video with future Drake or why, um, hell, like why the hell is little Dicky in videos with YG or, you know, nobody cares. They just take it. But when it comes to women, there's this concern. Y'all are behind these girls. Y'all still want these women to be catty and be malicious towards each other, to hate each other. Actually, during this whole process, a lot of great things have happened for women in music, period. Cardi gave Nikki her tens, kind of. Um, I got a drop from that. Listen. I'll take it. I think it's it's a lot more kind than what I think she can expect to get back from Nikki. But I would love, you can't tell me y'all wouldn't have died if y'all were going through those rooms and you saw Nikki and Kim. Come on. Like that would have literally ended the, the pandemic. Like easily. Easily ended like world hunger, 
that would have ended um the this I think Trump probably would have quit. He would have just left the he would have left that bitch like just been like I can't. I cannot. But I don't but this is a step. And I hope Nikki is smart enough to see that this is this is not the game that she was exposed to previously because it at one point it it, it felt like she it was one. And now they are dominating the rap game because of her. She's a pioneer. But anywho, so my point of all this is I want another issue that I have was a lot of men getting in women's business. I am a man that's in women's business, but I am a man that's in women's business more like um and I am an alliance. <laughs> so I can say what I want. For the women's suffrage movement, I'm gonna speak up. And y'all have no business telling these women what to do with their what their what they're wet and gushy. You have no business telling them when they should be able to enjoy it when they should talk about it, when they should put it out on display. Your mama was a hoe. Your Grammy was a hoe. Your great granny was a hoe. No disrespect, but your auntie's a hoe. Your um, cousin's a hoe. And your daughter might end up being a hoe. Let you tell it. These are women who enjoy sex. That doesn't make them a hoe. I was just kidding. But let y'all tell it. They're hoes. Nobody, no woman in your life does not enjoy sex. When the doors close, they like to talk about it. They shouldn't be shamed to be able to talk about it. Any radio station, anytime, any artist is talking about the exact same thing. But what is so triggering about a woman telling you about her wet ass pussy? What is it? They are clearly talking about something that they know. They literally drive every man they're with crazy. Women should be able to talk about their wet ass pussy without being criticized. And like CeeLo. Hello, Mr. Fuck You wants to tell people about being vulgar. Your pop, your biggest hit was you saying fuck you at every turn. Is it, um, I guess the question is, is it because they want a gar, uh, King Cobra, not a gar snake? Or that they don't, if they, if he got money, then that's where I'm headed. Like, I feel like people don't want to be honest about what is alarming to them about these women and every woman before them speaking out loud about how they feel about their sexuality. What is it with people not wanting to hear women discuss um, themselves in a positive light? Like, why do women, why, do you, why does it feel like People want women to be demure all the time. 
I guess, I don't know. Like, that's weird to me. Not every woman is demure. Some women know that they're shit and they want to talk about it. I don't know. I think that's alarming. And that says more about the men and how fragile they are. That's crazy. A three-minute song about women big up in each other and talking about how they are in love with their anatomy, how they love fucking, how they love their riches. And literally, there are 30 songs in that DJ rotation of men stating the same thing, even more disgustingly vulgar. And there's, we're deaf, dumb, and stupid about it. We're absent, where all of a sudden everybody's tardy for that party, but all of us in less than three days have gone nuts about Cardi and her wedding gushy. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Tweet me, Carmine Davis. Instagram me, Carmine Davis Show. Email us, Carmine Davis Show at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know. Okay, so we're moving on to the love and relationship segment or the love, relationship, and sex segment. Last week was pretty cool, but this week we're going to talk about something completely different. All right. 27 ways to get over a breakup right now. This is brought to you by Cosmopolitan.com. Click the link in the description to follow this article with me or listen and look at it later. Okay, so about, I want to say like a year or two ago, I went through a really, really, really bad breakup. I think it was bad because I didn't see it coming. You know how you never really see the faults of someone until it's like right there and everything is like shutting down. And so I went through a breakup that's like the breakup was like that, like um I was done. But the aftermath took me so long. Because I just would not acknowledge it. I would not. To me, it was either it's not over or to I was so angry that I didn't want anything to do it. So I was filled with like rage and optimism all in the weird <laughs> the same weird time. But if I would have followed these and just kind of did my self-care, I would not have let it linger for so long. I think I just got over it maybe pre-quarantine, maybe like April. March, maybe. But anyway, number one, shower daily. That that seems easy, but you forget that. Wash that person away. You know, prioritizing your hygiene and taking pride in how you look cannot make you feel better. All right, number two, create a vision board. Okay. Yep, it's time to paint a badass picture of what your future is about to look like. Time to get that manifesting kicking going. Um, I love vision boards. Um, me and my best friend, Laura, used to do them growing up a lot. We did a lot of vision boards. So I haven't done one in like, probably like three or four years. So I might do that. But um, yeah, a good vision board. So you can get your, visualize your future without that person. And you'll realize that there's so much more going on for you other than this one dumbass. Okay, three, treat yourself to a new sex toy. Ooh, I like that. Luckily for you, vibrators come completely drama-free and in some cases are better than the real deal. Cleanse yourself off of any negativity 
through an orgasm. Okay. Go to therapy is number four. I believe in that completely. Go talk to somebody. Go to talk to somebody unbiased. Someone who has your best interests at heart. Someone who could care less. Who's <laughs> a third party. Like, go to someone. All right, five. Buy yourself a big bouquet of pink roses. Oh, that's sweet. Um, when I went through a breakup, this guy who I was talking to prior, who ended up being my boo, my main thing for a little while, when I talked to him about it, he used to send um, like little gifts and stuff like that. And that made me feel better just as a friend. But I guess that's how I got over him so quick because the streets were waiting for me, baby. But OK, anyway, six, visit a rage room. Oh, I wish I would have done that. Like a rage room. I, I was just like fighting and arguing with people. <laughs> I should just went into like some big, you know, those rage rooms where you can go in with the masks and um, the bat and the sh- you have all that guard on. You could just tear up like TVs and shit, like go to one of those. Seven, go on that vacation you've been dying to do and go to, even if it's by yourself. That'd be nice. Eight, rearranging your home. That's a good one. Or find another home. <laughs> I will get up and move on a bitch in a minute. Like, um, I when I was engaged, I when we broke up, um, I left the whole <laughs> the whole building. I had to go. Like, I had to go. Everybody thought it was so strange, but to me, like, we had been everywhere in that house together. I wasn't feeling it anymore. Um, I was starting to talk to my fiance maybe like a month after or two after I had moved there, and I was over it. <laughs> I didn't renew my lease or nothing. I just got up and left. But I won't. That's that's a little dramatic, you know. Maybe just rearranging your house, rearranging your room, going to IKEA. You're an IKEA girl. I'm not, but I love the idea of IKEA. Um, go somewhere and get some new furniture. Go around and get some new stuff. Even even if it's something like at home or home goods. Nine purge relationship junk drawer. This is something that I'm not really good at. Um, you know, like the little stuff that you keep of your partner, you know, little notes, little things. I'll collect like things that they don't even know that I collect, but I keep them. <laughs> I, I probably shouldn't get rid of all of them, but I like to keep them for decades. I just have stuff from all of my exes, whether it's like a do-rag or a hoodie. Um, I have, well, ones that I can fit because <laughs> I tend to. To have dated for the longest time, I'm a really scrawny guy, so I don't have much like. But I, there was one particular one that I could wear. My my fiance, I could wear his clothes. Um, I like. I even have like a beard oil that that my ex left. Um, when he left, I still have it and I use it sometimes. So I should get rid of all of that, I guess, according to Cosmopolitan.com. But it's my little motivation when I'm writing songs. I need. Some kind of, I don't know, darling, some kind of moment. I go and like grab the things and I'll keep it towards like the mic and stuff like that or hold on to it. Whatever. Anyway, enough of that pussy shit. Get rid of it. 10, write hate mail to your ex. I do that, but I, I tend to send it. But ideally here, you should not send it. You should bottle it up. Or throw it away, rip it up, 
there have been a few tweets. Me and my my ex got into it like a few times. Like I wanted to like really like let that motherfucker have it, but I delete some of it. All the crazy tweets that I launched at that person or the sub tweets. You should see the drafts. <laughs> Eleven say yes to everything. I like that. I like that idea. Like yeah, yeah. It's the best way to start a new life. Being positive and knowing, um, not shutting anything off. Trying things new. Say, so, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Sure, I'll do this. Sure, I'll do that. You'll get yourself in situations where you're so, I wish I never did that, or I'm glad I did that. And you'll do it and do it and do it and do it. And you'll realize that you're so ready or so filled with your new life. You can't remember your old life or your old habits or the old things you used to do. All right, 12, eat alone, which is something I love to do. I love going to Los Rios by myself. I like going with my friends and dates and stuff too, but my favorite Mexican restaurant up here and coming, I'll go and by myself. I'll eat by myself. I will chill by myself. I don't even like talking to people who talk to me at the bar or if I get talked to, like, I just like my headphones, my phone, and maybe talking to a friend, but I like eating alone. I think it's the funnest thing you could do. People watching, analyzing people, seeing horrible dates go. <laughs> like, it's, it's really cool. All right, 13, sign up for a boxing class or any other type of fighting class. 14, block them from Instagram or Snapchat. My best friend um, swears by this rule. And I think my big thing is pussies block. I don't believe in blocking. I don't believe in... You have got to, you probably have to had bothered somebody in my comment thread or uh, my, my, any, like harassing people on my, my Instagram or something like that for me to block you. I hardly ever blocked prior, but now I block. It's the best thing. I finally broke, blocked my ex and it was the most refreshing thing. Like I forget this motherfucker existed. We've unfriended people and all that. Like we have unfriended each other, but the blocking part, I never do. I think that is so weak. I want you to see it. I want you to be able to come and see me. But I feel like blocking is the best. That's the end. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 15, don't shit talk your ex too much. Okay, sure, it feels good to talk, trash talk your ex with your besties and hearing that you were better than them from the start. You know, but it starts to feel like a drug, but don't rely on it. Hearing your friends bring down someone who made you feel shitty feels like it should be justified in the grand karmic scheme of things. But your health and happiness needs to be not contingent on someone else's pain and suffering, which is true. I always kind of defend my exes. I probably, but you know, I do have really, really great friends who um, don't let me cop out. <laughs> Like, oh, you weren't saying that when he wasn't that bad when that motherfucker had you head over here, you know, like, <laughs> so I can't say too much to them without getting a little shade thrown my way. But anywho, um, don't immediately suggest to stay friends. And if they do, tell them you need to think about it. This is an impulse because you don't want to seem like you care too much about the breakup because you're too chill. You're so chill that your heart isn't breaking. But at the same time, you're dead. 
But truthfully, during this stilted, awkward breaking up period, it's hard to tell whether you're, you'll be able to be friends. Generally, one person wants to be friends and the other wants to be more. Gotta work that shit out before it can be healthy relationships. If, ever, if it ever can be, you're not admitting defeat by not staying friends with them. That's something that I have problems with too. Like, um, my my ex wanted to be friends, like quote unquote friends. Like we should just be friends, and I was like, no, <laughs> like no, like why would we be friends? Like that's crazy to me. Like no, we should fix this. And I really was not hearing that whole idea um, about being friends, but. Then, like years later, like maybe recently, um, I got into contact for the first time with my ex fiance, and I was, I just, to me, we were both kind of in between partners, and I didn't understand why we couldn't just fool around and go out to eat and do things together with each other as friends. Like, you know what I mean? So, I guess time heals all things, but I definitely wasn't ready with my immediate ex. I sound like such a hoe, but I'm not. <laughs> All right, 17, spend a lot of time outside. That's true. I like to go and um, walk with nature with my dogs like almost every day. And it's the most useful thing, just going out there. And even on the phone, I talk to my friends and just being able to just talk or just feel one with nature again. Having that vitamin D on your skin, breathing in fresh air, seeing nature, seeing things happen is the best feeling in the world. Okay, 18, no, it's okay to rely on your friends. breakups can make even the strongest person feel like they're worthless or not good enough hang out with people who appreciate you and remind you of what a good person you are this is when having a strong support network is essential because friends can show you that you still matter and that you still belong um when your self-esteem is an at all-time low these are the people who can help empower you while you work on defining your own self-worth This is so true. Like, I wouldn't have made it, honestly, like, without, you know, Amani and Sin and Malik. And I, I would have made it without them. Like, I was going crazy. Like, I was going crazy. Um, eat your night cheese. <laughs> yep, you have full permission to pull a Liz Lemon and work on your night cheese during a breakup. What is a night cheese? Say that drinking milk or eating turkey, cheese, yogurt, or ice cream before bed can calm you down due to the ingredients. Tryptophan, a natural calming agent that relaxes you without medication. And 20, rebound with one incredible hot suitor if that's what you want. And then give yourself some time to decompress and remember who you are. I appreciate, I believe in that. One thing I think people, the bad advice that people give you is take your time. Don't jump into the next relationship. I think you should take your time. But collect your things, the things that you learned in your past relationship and take them to the next relationship. One way to get under one man is to get under another. Or is to get over one. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, I said it right. Get over one way to get over one man is to get under another. And learn from your mistakes. There's nothing wrong with not repeating the same mistakes over and over again. It's cool. Just understand that it's okay. Whatever you choose to do. Go go with what's natural to you and you'll learn what you need to know. Okay, uh, 21. If you start dating someone else, take it really slow. Like I said, 22, establish a bedtime routine. 
I completely changed up my whole skincare routine and everything. Um, I went from all these like high name, high brand, um, expensive creams and serums. And I just started wearing like vitamin C oil, vitamin E, all this stuff, like natural grassroots kind of things. And my skin has never been better. And when you look better and you feel better and you sleep better, you are better. 23, if you get a Facebook invite to their best friend's party, stay home, put on a face mask, eat Chinese food and watch Stranger Things. 24, don't scheme to get them back. Scheme to get yourself back. That's real. 25, avoid posting the details on Facebook. I throw my little shots, but I never really, I told people, my ex went around telling people something one-sided or completely um, inaccurate. And I had to go and do damage control, tell people my truth, tell people how I saw things, tell people from where I was sitting, how things went. But as far as making it like public, I didn't do that. 26, take baths. 27, stop blaming yourself and thinking things like if only I had watched more bounce movies, had dyed my hair blonde, had given him a rim job, we would be better. <laughs> That's something that we all do. There's a lot of things I regret about almost all our relationships. And sometimes when you really blame yourself for all these crazy things, it can cripple you into your next relationship or cripple you, period. Like you'll just be somewhere and paranoid to talk to people because you don't want somebody to leave you because that's why the other one left, you know, and it's not true. So, but that's our show. That was the last one, the 27 ways to get over a breakup today. Do them and make sure you click the article and read it yourself if you got to go back to refer to it, okay? And that's our show. I hope y'all enjoyed it. This was really, really cool. Um, I'm glad that you guys are inviting me into your rooms and your homes and your AirPods and your beats, whatever you're listening to, dropping some beats, whatever you're listening to. I appreciate you for taking the hour out of your day and tuning into me every week. Love you. I will see y'all next week.